do you think that she is ready to go? No, I don't, but we're gonna try it anyway. This is my new song. Oh, maybe she is. Shocker. Hello. Oh, there you are. Hi. How you doing? Great. How are you? Pretty good. Why are you so great? I'm watching puppies on Instagram. Are those your puppies? I wish. Yeah. I went to CVS yesterday and I got this little, um, it's like a pocket protector for my vaccine card. Oh, wow. Feel pretty cool about it. I don't know. That is pretty cool. I'm going to put it like on a lanyard and be able to walk around <laughs> and just be like, don't fuck with me or fuck with me. I don't give a shit. I had to go get a, I did daily pop last, I think it was last week to do press for BIP. And so I had to go do COVID test, which mm -hmm. I'm, I'm happy to go do. And so I, you know, went over to Universal and they have it like in a garage. The garage? Yes. Oh, I've been there. Yeah. I know all about it. You so, have to spit in a tube. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah, yeah. It's so weird. And I'm like, people that haven't had this COVID test, it's because everyone's had the, your nose hymen ripped out through the back of your skull <laughs> nose test. We've had that one. And then we had like that's the, like the one. That's the that's the one. And then um and then like then there's the the beautiful one where they just like scrape your cheek and you're like okay that was it. Mm -hmm. Why can't we all be like this? And then this one is it's a vial and you have to sit there and spit into it until you fill it up to a very high level. Yeah, seems very unsanitary. There's just gotta be spit everywhere. And right, I everyone's sitting there like. Yeah, because I can't get enough spit to fill the tube, and I keep showing them, kept showing them, and they were like, "Nope, not full enough." And I'm like, "Now?" And they're like, "Nope, keep going." And I'm like, "What is this? Yeah, freaking spit Olympics? Like, I can't do this." When I'm doing it, I'm like, "I think normally I I can produce enough saliva, but there it's like it's like stage fright, you know, like when you have to pee in front of a bunch of people and you kind of freak out." And yeah. so I, I'm performance anxiety is what they call. Yes, exactly. Stage fright. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm sitting there thinking of like things that make my mouth water. I'm like, mmm, steak. Mm, Does that work? Tacos. I was trying. I mean, I was trying like to make my mouth water right now, but it didn't help then. Mm. So I went down there to go do this, and so you know, my manager was like, "Hey, you gotta go between nine and twelve tomorrow. You gotta get it done, whatever, forty eight hours before you can go on air." And I was like, "Okay, fine." So I heard nine and twelve. So I got there at 11.40, okay? Mm -hmm. I'm obviously not like a regular person for E, or at least haven't been recently. So they're like, what production? And I was like, oh, Daily Pop, it's with E. And she goes, do you have an appointment? I said, no, I was told to come between nine and noon. And she goes, so just so you know, we close at noon. And so have you ever been told something that angered you so greatly that you don't say anything? You just stare into the soul of the person who said it? until they feel terrible. Yes. So I look at my watch like very slowly and it's 1140. Uh-huh. And then I just look back at her thinking, bitch, it's, I got 20 minutes before you're closed. I don't know why you're scolding me and making me feel bad about myself when I'm early, okay? Listen, if the fucking email that I was told to come there said between nine and 1140, then I would have been there 11.30. That's what I've done. Because I don't want to fucking get up early to go spit the tube. I'm going to go there. Yeah, well, who wants to sit there for two hours? That's crazy. Really grinded my gears. It was like, just so you know, we close at 12. I'm like, yeah, I know. We got 20 minutes. I can spit in this vial in five minutes and get the fuck out. <laughs> All right? Anyways, I passed End it. rant. End rant.
when it happened, I was just very like, what? This doesn't make any sense. Mm. You know? It doesn't. But here we People are. just like to feel like they're in control, like they're in a power place. I guess. Uh, what's going on in your life? I mean, I feel like same shit, different day. I'm going back to the West Coast on Thursday. I will be in LA, but for literally 24 hours. So like probably won't see you, but cool. I could drive by your house and wave at you. Maybe. That'd, that'd be nice. <laughs> so doing that. And then, uh, you know, my arm is feeling better. I'm definitely not at a hundred percent, but I'm doing a lot better than I was last week. So that's got me feeling good. Um, that's kind of it. Cool. Yeah. What are you coming out to LA for? Are you DJing with Steve Aoki and Logan Paul or something? I don't know. That's what I think you do. Um, I'm not DJing with those people, but yeah. I am coming out to DJ, yes. Hey, where? Back down in Orange County. Oh, the OC? So the OC. But I wanted to come and see my mom and sister for a day, so I'm coming in a day early just to hang with them, and then I'm going to drive down. Yep. Man, I know my 2000s TV soap track songs. Been on the run, driving in the sun, looking up for number one. California, here we come, right back where we started from. You know what's funny about this, like, um, this era of, of music, of like Blink-182 and Phantom Planet and all that kind of stuff, is that all their vocals are sit on the back of the beat. I don't know if you've noticed that, but their vocals yeah. all sit on the back of the beat. And it's all very whiny sounding. Yeah. On the stereo, listen as we go. It's so good. It's so it's so far on the back of the beat that you're like, you're gonna miss it. But you don't, yeah. and it's so good. Oh god, that song was so good. So good. good. They were a one hit wonder though, I'm pretty sure. It doesn't matter. I mean I mean no, it doesn't, but Rachel Bilson, man. Summer. Yeah. That was a big thing in my life, you know? I can only imagine. Great show. Great show. Great show. You were a Seth guy, I assume. I was I was a Seth guy. I mean, everyone was a Seth guy. No one was a Ryan guy. No. Ryan, like, he just, like, wasn't that cute. He wasn't. Like, the only one that was into Ryan was... Marissa Cooper? Marissa Cooper. Yeah. It's the only one. Everyone was a Seth guy. Everyone. Yeah. Good times. So good. We got a lot to talk about today. Um, oh, we do. We got a batch episode we got to rip through. Mm-hmm. I must say, I think this was the best episode so far. I loved it. Oh, I got some shows for you. Same. And I got some Muzaks. Great. Oh, Should and we start the show? Yes. Where's my pill? Oh, here it is. Is it me uh, or you? I don't know. Let's you do it. Let's be? do it at the same time. Oh, <clears throat> sounds hard. Okay. Okay, you ready? Yeah. We start on one, okay? Okay. So three, two, one. Bros and hoes. Bros and hoes. No, we got. This, this is hard. Yeah. Okay. Three, two, one. Bros and hoes. Bros and hoes. Fuck, it's not good. Okay. <laughs> it's not good. That's because your internet is so terrible. <sighs> this is the price you pay to live in, a, in an enchanted forest, okay? Yeah, I know. We're all paying it. You just go. You go. Bros and hoes, you're listening to your favorite thing podcast with. Wells and Brandy. Move to a city 
that no. has 5G. All right. Nah. Do it. I uh, don't even have 4G. <laughs> I know. I can tell. I got no G. Bachelorette, Katie. Yes. So, first of all, everyone fucking hates Hunter, which I really don't understand. All right. I like Hunter. I don't not like him, but I don't like him either, really. Yeah, but he doesn't bother me. He seems like a guy that actually likes her. The overly confident attitude. It's There's a very fine line, right, between, like, that overly confident thing working for you and working against you. Very fine line. Yes, I think that that is a part of his personality trait. It's a little Napoleonic. Let's just say what it is. He's a lot smaller than mm -hmm. everybody else, and that, that kind of comes with the territory. I'm fine with him. I think that Hunter actually has a connection with her, like really does feel a certain way about her. And then you got a bunch of dudes that I don't feel like are as far along in terms of their emotions. And they're just like the Gestapo of The Bachelor where they're just like, we're going to fuck up everything. And that's like Box Guy James and Aaron. They just bro out together and like scheme ways to fuck shit up. Because, <laughs> and it's because I, I don't think that they have like a super strong relationship with her, but they're like, fuck that. If they got a strong relationship. Let's cut him out. And, you know, the whole conversation that, that Hunter had with, I think, Greg, which, by the way, Greg's a little bit of a bitch for telling everybody, but whatever, <laughs> about, like, hey, I think it's going to be me, you, Connor, and someone else at the end. I can see how that looks bad. I remember having those conversations when I was on the show. But the, here's the thing. When I said those, those things, I wasn't in the top four. I was like, it's Jordan, it's Robbie, it's Chase, and it's Luke. And I'm just slung for the ride, you know? <laughs> but you have yeah. those conversations because you're trying to figure out, like, how like how this is going to work and, like, what you need to do. And, like, they're like, he's scheming. You best believe you're fucking scheming on this show. You're trying to figure out how to stick around as long as possible. You're trying to figure out how to get more time with her. You're trying to fucking expose other douchebags for their douchebaggery. Like, of course you're scheming, you know? Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Them give, giving him shit for that. It's like, yeah, but you guys are all doing that. Like, not for nothing, but like Aaron and James, you guys are scheming against Hunter because mm -hmm. you know that Hunter has a strong relationship with her because he got a one-on-one -on -one in the week prior and got a rose, you know? Six of one or a dozen of another. If you ask me, I just think that you just don't like Hunter. Like, you don't like the way he looks. You don't like the way he acts. That's fine. Call a spade a spade. That's my take on Hunter. Okay. Yeah, you're not wrong. All right, YFTers. I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl & Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowl & Branch sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my Bull & Branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl & Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code FAVORITE at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl & Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code FAVORITE THING. So then the guy with the crazy expressions, is his name Justin? I don't even know his name. It's yes, just crazy it expression is. guy. 
Justin. I don't even need him to talk. I don't need him to be involved in the show other than cut to his face when weird shit happens. It's so good. Like, honestly, I don't know if I've heard him really talk until this episode. I was like, oh, he can talk. Same. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, Same. I mean, we just haven't seen anything from him to the point where, like, I didn't even know he and Katie had ever spoken to each other. Yeah. (laughs) Go on this date, and they're like, we have such a good connection. When the date first happened, I was like, he's going home. I don't even know if they know each other. (laughs) My thing about the date with Expression Guy and Katie is... That's bad fucking luck. All of that seems like bad juju. If they had presented that to me, I'd be like, I don't know if I want to do this. Explain. The wedding? Like yes. going through a fake? Pr- yeah. I don't think you I should mean, fake a wedding. I, you're not supposed to see your bride-to-be before the wedding day. And that's effectively what you're doing. In, you're seeing her in a wedding dress. Like, I just don't, I don't like it. Well, they kind of do this often though. But my thing is like I don't think they ever put a front runner guy in a situation like that. Yeah. So if you're getting put in that situation, you know she ain't that into you. Yeah, maybe so. They always do like the photo shoot of, mm-hmm. you know, and that it's usually like a group date actually. Like I remember they did it on Nick's season and Alexis Wada's was like pregnant. <laughs> Bride, and I remember that was yeah. so fucking funny. So funny. Shotgun she, I loved her. She was Hilarious. the best. The best. Um, but yeah, like writing of the vows and stuff. Like I, for whatever reason, I was just like, mm, I don't know. I mean, if I were the Bachelorette, I would just tell producers like, I don't want to do this date. Like, I wouldn't want to do a fake wedding with anyone, even if it was somebody that I didn't have feelings for. Like, I just, I'm with you. I think like, you know, a wedding. You only want to do that once. Like. I don't know. I just don't even want to pretend to do it, you know? For sure. Yeah. He does seem like a really good guy, though. Caitlin and Tasha come in, and they start talking about the woohoo thing. The whoa-whoa. The whoa-whoa. Yeah. I just don't understand any of that. I don't understand why they aired it. I don't understand why anyone agreed to it. I don't understand. Like, Caitlin went and delivered that message, and then it really never came up again. Yeah. First of all— Woho or woohoo is an acronym for something that we can't understand because half no, of it's bleeped out. And I want to know so bad. Yeah. And it's like, guys, you you got to at least let us know what the fuck it is. You know, like, come on. Obviously, it's for jacking off. It's for feeding the pigeons. Well, it's for yeah. badgering the witness. It's for whacking the pud. All right. It's having some me time. Uh-huh. It's jerking it. Yeah. They're talking about this. And then Caitlin's like. I'm going to go deliver this message to the guys and tell them they can't fucking whack off. It's like, what the fuck are we talking about right now? First of all, is this too hot to handle? Are there stakes here? If someone finds out that you were in the bathroom and jerking off to a fucking Sears catalog, are you going to get kicked off the show? Are you not there for the right reasons? If someone realizes that there's a little less shampoo than there normally <laughs> is? Are you going to be fucking not given a rose? Like, it was too hot to handle. It was MTV. It was like, for me, it was just like, this is fucking stupid. It's a bit for a bit's sake that didn't land, I think. No, I know. Which is, I can't even believe they aired it, honestly. Don't get me, like, I think that this is coming across as me being like a prude. I love a good jerk off joke. Don't get me wrong. And I think the time of the season, I'm like, this is way too late. You know, like Mm -hmm. you should have done this early. I feel like we're kind of in the serious portion of the show now. Yeah. It was just one big, I I don't know if you remember, but Seinfeld is to this day and forever will be my favorite show ever. And so it was a big rip off. You never seen Seinfeld. Yeah. Okay. No. (sighs) 
fucking hate. I don't know how I do a show with you. This like absolutely <laughs> fucking destroys me. Uh, so, anyways, there's a famous there's a famous episode called the contest, or a lot of people call it the master of my domain episode. And so many quotes were ripped off of Seinfeld for this episode of The Bachelorette that was like, ah, I'm annoyed by this, but also I feel like the audience isn't going to remember this stuff. Mm -hmm. so they're getting away with it. Anyways, that was my whole thing about it. It was just like that moment where you're just like, what is going on here? Let's get back to the, yeah. the show. Is. I don't know. What Am I being a prude? No, not at all. I mean, the, the, the thing is, like, it just wasn't that funny. You know what I mean? I think they, they thought it was going to be this big funny thing, but, like, it just wasn't that funny. And I, I don't know. I just was so weird to me that they did that in the beginning of the episode. And then I just kept waiting for it to come back around and either Katie to ask the guys about it or the guys start throwing each other under the bus because they broke it or, like, something. And you just, you just never heard about it again. So I just was so confused about why it was left in when they ended the show together. Yeah, and also, like, Blake is like, I, I, I can't go 17 minutes without fucking jerking off. Like, you're like, whoa, Blake, dude, fucking play a cool, bro. Like, what are you doing? Are you just, like, uh, how calloused are your hands? The only time it was funny was when it got really, really subtle. And it was after, like, Blake goes and meets up with her or whatever with the mm -hmm. fucking say anything. It's another thing. It was like another ripoff from say anything. And that was the only time it was funny. He alludes to it. He's like, this is going to be a hard night, uh, mm -hmm. but I'm looking for my happy ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they show a sprinkler head shooting out yes. water, which is supposed to yeah. be allegory for jizz. We got it. Well, we got yeah, yeah, it. No, no, no. I, I know. I know. I don't know if everyone got that the water <laughs> was supposed understand. to be shooting a hot load. <laughs> that was the only time it was funny where I was like, all right, that was subtle and I liked it. Uh, yeah, but they should have done that throughout the episode. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, but it was, that was funny. Yeah. I know you don't like him, but I love him, and I'm so sad for Connor. I don't know. I'm sorry. He's my least favorite dude there. I don't understand any any reason why he was front runner at all. Uh, I mean, but I, listen, at the end of the day, I just do not like super sensitive guys and like super emotional guys, and he was just way too emotional for me. Here's the thing, like, Connor was me. The truth of the matter no. is, yes, he got no. dumped on a one-on-one -on -one after a kiss. That was fucking me. Yeah, but you can, like, be a douche at times. Like, Connor's just a friggin' doormat, I feel. That was the biggest I backhanded compliment you've ever given me. <laughs> ever. <laughs> I feel so bad for him. He's such a he's sweet fine. guy. I know he's gonna be. He's gonna go to paradise probably and be just fine. We'll see. But I, I just want to go on record as saying I love Connor. I thought he was, mm -hmm. he was the right amount of fucking sensitive and dorky, but then also no. cool because he's he's a pretty good musician. No, not that good. Not that cool. You are so uh -huh. mean. Connor was a no, sweet he, guy. He's too sweet. I don't like sweet guys. Sweet guys tend to not be douchebags. I like Greg because he is sweet, but he's like not a doormat, I feel. Dude, when fucking Connor comes back in, why did he get to do that? That doesn't seem fair. I don't know. I was wondering that. And then everyone starts crying. If you don't think that people love that guy, then you are I'm way sure off base. I'm sure they do. Dude. But he just, to me, he kind of, kind of comes off as like your gay best friend that's just like oh really emotional God. and everybody loves him. He ain't getting the girl in the end. Here's my thing, though. I was thinking maybe they let him do that and gave him that airtime because he tries to come back or something. Maybe. 
Like maybe we haven't seen all of him and that's why he got that special airtime. I don't know. That's a good call. Just a thought. But like also like Trey was crying like a little bitch. Greg was fucking crying like a little. Greg was Greg needed to reel it in a little bit with the tears. Yeah. Oh, I thought you don't like sensitive guys. That guy was crying over another dude leaving the show. Michael A kissed him on the cheek. I'm like, what is happening here? Yeah. Well, I don't know. He seemed just as sad to leave the dudes as he did Katie's. That's all. That's all I'm saying. And these guys all seem but, so sensitive and so sweet. No one's jerking it in there, like making people like not jerk it. They're not jerking it. They're all having like book club together. You know, except Blake. Except for Blake, who can't fuck. <laughs> <laughs> jerk off Blake. No, we need to come up with a better nickname for jerk off Blake. <laughs> Beat it, Blake. Whack it, Blake. No. Spank it. Spanky. Spanky Blake. That's better. Spanky Blake. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> So Blake's like, yeah, I gotta fucking jerk off every 13 seconds uh, or I fucking lose my mind. Okay, I like Blake and he seems like a sweet guy. My boy Connor comes in. Everyone is crying. They're like, oh my God, he's such a great guy. I can't believe he's leaving. And Banky Blake's like, this is my time. No one's going to notice me slip out. And I'm going to go on over there and pull some John Cusack shit. Tell her that I have to jerk off every 25 minutes. But then they don't sleep together. I thought they were going to sleep together. Fucking hook up. You did? Yeah, I was was like, oh, this is like, this is where all the drama comes from. Everyone's over there crying that Connor left and Blake's over there just slapping ass. And that would have been good. It would have been so good. And then it would have and everyone would have found out and they'd be like, when Connor was crying his eyes out to us, you were over there laying pipe and it'd be like, you're not here for the right reasons. And then it would have been like, well I haven't jerked off in 14 minutes, guys. I had to go over there. <laughs> oh my God. Can you produce the next uh season? That'd be great. No. VIP maybe. <laughs> oh god i just i thought that was so funny but like going back to the connor date first of all hey, you get a one-on-one sweet i can't wait to spend nothing but time with you and really get to know you uh we're gonna bring my two friends along with me because i don't <laughs> want to do this alone okay hey by the way we're gonna go make drinks over here you go hang out with the guy and cook some meats okay why are they cooking so much meat it was I was wondering the same thing. Way too much meat for four people. What's happening? Way. Don't know. Had the same thought. Yeah. Anyways, but when, when she does come in and she's wearing her fucking comfy clothes and he's all fucking dressed the nines, when he does say, I know where this is going and it's okay, and he wipes a tear mm. from her eye, I was like... This guy's a sweetie. Oh, come <laughs> on. He was getting he was getting dumped and he still was like it's okay. This has happened to me before. I'm used to this. Wipe the tear. <laughs> Katie, I just want you to know I haven't jerked off in three weeks. And that's why Seriously. you're Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the, the only thing left I have of the episode that was surprising was I thought for sure Hunter was going to stay. And Brendan was oh, going to go. Yeah, I thought for sure Hunter was going to stay one more week. I could have seen that. I'm, I was shocked that Brendan stayed because, again, he's one that I haven't heard speak hardly. And you haven't seen him talk to Katie at all. Sarah calls him cockatoo because his hair <laughs> looks like a cockatoo. His hair is, it does. Um, I feel I was surprised that she didn't keep Trey and send Brendan home. I feel like I've seen her have more of a connection with Trey, but maybe not. I love Trey. So last week you were like, no way that she's going to choose Blake. 
Uh, you are still, I think, Team Greg. I am Team Greg. It, I didn't say that she's not going to choose Blake. I said what I think is going to happen is I think I think she has the best connection with Blake, but I think it's going to come down to the end and she and it's going to get serious. And I think she's going to tell Blake, like, I love you, whatever. And I think he's going to be- jump ship and be yeah. like, oh, I'm not ready for this. Which four do you think are going to hometowns? Hometowns, which means staying in Albuquerque. Honestly, the way that she gave roses out, I think is the, is how it goes. And I think it's oh, you do. Blake, Greg, Andrew, mm-hmm. Michael. Oh, those are the four I think too. I didn't realize that that was the order that she gave him out this week. And I think that's mm-hmm. probably the hierarchy, to be honest with you. Yeah, I agree. I well, right. can't wait. Good stuff. Good times. Um, you got some other fave things, bro? Bro. Yeah, I do. Did you watch the Chris Pratt movie on Amazon? Yes. I loved it. Yeah. Did you like it? You don't seem very excited. I liked it. It's called The Tomorrow War. Yeah, that one, that one. I did really like it. I thought it was about 30 minutes too long. Maybe, but I, wa- I, lo- I watched all of it and I wasn't bored. I w- started it early, so I didn't fall asleep. And I was like in for the ride of like a movie. You know what I mean? And I feel like all those types of movies are all kind of long. I just was, I was prepared, I guess. Well, I guess, okay. So not, not to spoil anything for anybody, but specifically where I thought it was too long is like, you know, they get the vial and then they go, he goes back or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then and there thought, was, yeah. like, then there's like another yeah. 30 minutes of like them going to the Arctic. And then I was like, I don't need this. Just fucking go nuke the Arctic with that vial, you know, like. Too much. I, I get that you want to um, bring in J.K. Simmons like back into the fold of it. You probably pay for to. him. You he had to have a moment. Yeah, I, like I get it. I was just like, no more time travel? Uh, no, no more paradox? <laughs> it was very telegraphed. Like I knew, ex- we knew exactly who the girl was. Well, of course. Yeah. It was, it was predictable for sure. Yeah. But I still really liked it. And even though it was a bit predictable, um, what I wa- what I wasn't really prepared for was when they do go to the Arctic and, you know, take the vial or whatever. I wasn't prepared for it to be like that intense of like an, oh, fuck, they're all waking up and there's so many and we're about to and it's all about to like, I don't know, like I, I kind of expected them to just like go there and like do the thing and they're gone and woo, we, we, we did it kind of thing. I wasn't ready. I did. I don't know. I wasn't prepared for like, oh, shit, we got another little battle going here. You yeah. know, that made it worth the extra 30 for me. I guess for me is that I feel like they could have cut it, ended it early, and then set it up for a second one. They could have. You know? I don't think they will do a second one, though, do you? Uh, yeah, I don't know. There was a part of me that was, like, waiting for, like, a credit roll. You know, like, one pod they didn't kill. And, you know. Yeah. And, like, oh, yeah. oh shit. I mean, that would have been smart, probably. But. I did like it, though. Chris Pratt is, he is an enigma to me. He is the only guy who can look fat and also ripped the exact same time. Okay, so my friend Val that was here last week that overheard the dad bod conversation. Yeah. She was like, so this is what you like, right? Chris Pratt bod. And like, honestly, even Chris Pratt's like a little more ripped than like I than like I need. <laughs> but yes, like like fit, but also like kind of not, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Like, that's like, my, that's my vibe. Hey, dude, whatever does it for you. Yeah. So you like, you like Parks and Rec Chris Pratt's body. Yeah, I don't hate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's, you like them fluffy, you know? I like Chris Pratt. Do you remember, uh, I was just talking about the show, Everwood, I think it was called. Did you ever watch that with Emily Van Camp back in the day? No. Oh my God. That's how Chris Pratt got his start. Everwood. It was, a, I think it was a C, CW show. But yeah, great show. I will say that the tomorrow, the tomorrow war is great. 
go watch it. It's I on is that it's on Prime, I think. Yeah, it's on Prime. Those aliens are fucking terrifying. If those are what the real aliens look like, I am out. Like we we were laughing because when when he got drafted or whatever in this movie and they were like, "Well, you either do it or you go to jail." I'd be like, "Take me to jail. Sign yeah. me the fuck up. Put me in a padded cell. I do not want to have to face those things." Well, yeah, well, they didn't show them for that exact reason. I'd be terrified. Those aliens just seemed like monsters. Yeah. Lions or something, like just rabid dogs. And I'm sitting there uh-huh. being like, oh, really? You figured out interdimensional space time? Oh, yeah, you built a spaceship that was able to traverse galaxies? No, you guys are just monsters. Unless there's like some dorky one somewhere that we don't know about or they just send like their army, Well, the I guess. female one was a little impressive, though. Yeah, but still, She's like. scary as all hell. But yeah, I get, yeah, I get it. But when it comes to, like, real aliens, if they exist, which I think they do, I think if they wanted to fuck us up, they could. I think they're good. That's my take on it. Yeah, I hope so. I think so. Anyway, uh, great movie. Loved it. Love Chris Pratt. By the way, Sarah has been on a True Blood. Bender. Bender. <laughs> I've never seen True Blood. Oh, sucky. Is it great? Bail. I loved it when it was out in, you know, whatever, 2007 or something. Okay. Like, lo- was obsessed with it. And now I watch it and I'm like, this is the worst show ever. It's oh. so cheesy and campy. And and maybe that's what I liked about it back then. Or maybe like my taste in storyline and graphics have like really evolved. I'm not sure. But anyways, <laughs> True Blood is terrible. I cannot oh. believe like it was great. Don't get me wrong. It was like my fucking jam every Sunday night on HBO in 2007. But in 2021... It is horrible. That's all I'm going to say. Interesting. Okay. I've never seen it, so now I probably won't ever watch it. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've caught up on Loki, but, like, it's just so good. It's phenomenally good. Really? And all, like, the little Easter eggs and nuggets that they're leaving around for, like, the super comic dorks is really cool. And the only reason why I know about them is, like, TikTok videos are like, did you see this part and this part and this part? And I'm like, oh, no, I didn't know that. But anyways, Mm -hmm. it is super great. And speaking of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, worth the $29, Black Widow, so good. Ooh, haven't seen it yet. So good. Where did you watch it? It's on Disney Plus, but it's it's $30. Oh, I didn't know that. But it's also in theaters, which Mm -hmm. you can go to theaters, but I was just like, let's just do this. Let's pull the trigger. Same with Loki. Like, Loki died, you know, in the movies, and so then how they figured out how to keep Loki alive is kind of go back in time. That's what they're kind of doing with Black Widow. Scarlett Johansson's great, but I will say this, like, and no offense to Scarlett Johansson now that she listens to this podcast, but I feel like Florence Pugh just, like, acts circles around her. Okay. She's so good. And then David Harbour, he's, like, the cop in Stranger Things. He's their Mm -hmm. dad. And then Rachel Weisz is their mom. It's, like, this all-star cast. And do you remember when Captain Marvel came out and I went on this like long rant about why I don't think Captain Marvel is a good movie because it took away the one thing that Marvel movies are really, really good at, which is comedy. They're comedy movies encased in like this action adventure. And so yeah. they, they, they they took my note, you know, they listened, they absorbed it. I'm sure they did. You know, and then they were like, well, what, sure. what can we do to make Wells happy and be better? And then they're like, all right, mm-hmm. let's do Black Widow, but like make sure we bring the comedy. And I will right. say, Florence Pugh brings the freaking comedy. 
David Harbour brings the comedy so hard. <laughs> and then Rachel Weisz is obviously like this is an amazing actress. So obviously Scarlett Johansson, N Natasha Romanoff's character is dead uh, mm -hmm. because she does die in the movies. And then so this is kind of going back in time. It's more of like an origin story. And now it looks like Florence Pugh is going to be able to take over like the Black Widow as like an Avenger and stuff. And it's so good. Go to the theater Great. or watch it at home. You'll love it. Okay. I'm here for that. Well, you know why I haven't had time to start Loki? Mm -hmm. Is because I have been on a bender of my own. And I cruised through season three of Virgin River. Oh, God. So fast. Yeah. I can't even tell you. First of all, dare I say, this season is the best season they've done of this show. Oh, wow. It was so good. They ended every episode on a cliffhanger. Yeah, so did. I couldn't go to sleep and watch a couple more the next day. I had to keep watching it. Got to. Cruise through it in like two and a half days. And the season finale, there's only 10 episodes. I'm like, you guys, you got to give us more. And th the way they left us hanging, th they were like, Eight things that happened in the last four minutes of the season finale. And I need, I don't know what's going to happen. They haven't even greenlit a season four. I don't know what's going to, they can't do this to us. You know, it's really funny. I went to dinner with my mom last night and so we were talking about television shows that we love. And she was like, I love Virgin River. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. It's so, so good. Like it really is. And I'm okay. When I'm, I told my mom this, when I'm 65, my goal is to live in a town like that. Like, it is so beautiful. And I think we've said this before, but, like, it's set in Humboldt County in California, like mm. Northern California. Yep. But where all the aerials that they shoot are all outside of Vancouver, Canada. So, like, Humboldt County don't really look like this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know. I need to live in a town like this. It just it's, it seems so nice and peaceful and slow and magical. And the views are just amazing. And everyone in the town knows each other and helps each other and loves each other. And it's just so cute. And I just love it. But it's also like kind of edgy and like people get shot and there's drug dealers and stuff. And the drug dealer, by the way, smoking hot. And I just loved it. I loved how they left us on so many cliffhangers. I loved even though I'm I'm so upset about the season finale i also kind of love it but they better bang out a season four like stat i need netflix to come through with that confirmation that we're getting a season four when i'm 64 i'll still be watching the stupid fucking show when i'm 64 i better be living the show when i'm 64 that's where I want to retire. And there bet better be, if I'm still single at 65, there better be a hot bartender for me in whatever town I end up in. Yeah. Hey, I'm all here for the hot bartender. All right? <laughs> Get it. I bet you are. Yeah. Just real quick. So after, I don't know how, how programming works over in Nashville these days, but I assume it's the same. After The Bachelorette, there is a show called The Celebrity Dating Game. It's terrible. And I love Zoe Deschanel. Like, Ugh. that was like, she was like my big celebrity crush back in the day. Mm -hmm. And listen, I think it's it could be funny or whatever. Here's my thing. I'm legitimately concerned about Michael Bolton. <laughs> like, I, I, I have a theory and this is not a joke. This is straight up what I think. Watch the celebrity dating game and tell me that Michael Bolton 
isn't a robot. Just try to try to tell me that he's not a robot. He looks like an animatronic Disney robot. And I'm concerned about him. And I think we all should be concerned about Michael Bolton's health and well-being. And like, is he on the show through his own volition? Or is he being forced to be there? Because I don't think he wants to be there. All right? I don't think anyone really wants him to be there. I'm just so confused about Michael, Michael Bolton on that show. And I'm just nervous. And Michael Bolton, if you are being held captive, send us a signal, a sign. Okay? That's it. I'm sorry, but Zoe Deschanel is a terrible host. Uh, no, I think she's fine. She's not the problem. No, she is the problem. Why? She's not a good host. Why? Explain it's, it to me. I don't know. Verbalize she's just it. like not funny, not very good. It's She's awkward. The whole show is terrible, I think. That's my two cents. And I watched it with my mom and she was like, the original that like aired when I was young was just so much better. I was listening to Dak Shepard's podcast and he was doing interview with Jacob Dylan and Jacob Dylan said something that like is my new favorite thing he was like there is no intoxicant like nostalgia and it's so true that is true and that's what your mom was just doing right there uh but anyways just Michael Bolton I think it's a cry for help and I'm nervous about him okay and also <laughs> Zoe Deschanel if you're listening to this which I'm sure you are I love you still so Brandy but by the way also Zoe Brandy has a lot of bad takes so don't worry about it uh-huh mm-hmm so I saw this on uh, Instagram the other day and, and someone was asking like where, and so you might not relate to this because you don't drink beer, but it was, the question was asked, where is the best beer you can have? Like there's like places where you're just like, this beer is amazing. A Corona on the beach or something, you know, like some mm. thing. Mm -hmm. And I have an answer for it. Okay. Or you can, or just maybe alcoholic drink. So, so you can play along too. But like this one was specifically beer. After you land, in Mexico, outside, at the airport bar, beer. <laughs> you, do you know what I'm talking about? Because you're like, like waiting to like figure out where your car is or whatever, and you go with like your buddy or whoever you're with, and you get that beer. It's that first beer, and you're like, this is it. We're starting. We're going, baby. Here we go. There is no beer better than that beer. Prove me wrong. I think I would have a margarita. Okay, same thing. So, yeah. So, where is your like the best place to have a drink? Um, I feel like my answer is pretty lame, but I had a glass of wine Yeah, uh -huh. <laughs> uh, in Switzerland at the very top of, um, I think they call it first mountain where everyone goes in the winter, everyone skis, but in the summer it's like summer activities like mountain biking and, um, zip lining and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, Braze and I took the, what do they call it there? The vernacular all the way to the top. And I had a glass of wine and the view, just the view and the atmosphere and just all that, like, best place I've ever had a glass of wine. Well, let's ask the YFTers out there with the poll on Instagram what their, it could be any alcohol. Well, I like the beer one because it's very specific because you, you, yeah, you have to kind of hold on to that, like, where is that beer? Like, like, I think the original thing I saw on Instagram was like, you know, the beer after you mow the lawn, which is a good one if you've ever had to do that, you know, or mm -hmm. that airport beer. Oh God. And you don't, Hilarious. you also like don't really understand how much money's worth over in Mexico. And you're just like, yeah, whatever. Here's 7,000 pesos. That seems right. <sighs> oh, I do have some exciting uh, announcements to make. You uh, do? Or just, uh, just an announcement to make. Huh. Okay. Yeah, boy, this guy is uh -huh. going to be playing in the 2021 WGC FedEx St. Jude Invitational in Memphis, Tennessee on August 3rd, I think it is. What is that, would you say? 
I'm playing in a golf tournament uh, oh. in Memphis with professionals and then other oh. celebrities. Um, oh. Yeah. So I'm trying to hone in the game. But if you're going to come out there, like, I don't know. This is so niche. Like, if you live in Memphis and you are a golf fan, I'm going to be playing it. I'm just very excited about it. Also going to be having to cut a big old check to St. Jude's, which I think is a good thing. Very. But, yeah, very excited about that. So, like, Are you doing a drive-by to Nashville after or what? Nah, bro. Nah. Are you serious? Fuck, that's not, that's three hours. That's far. That's, that's so close. No, but I am coming back to Nash in November. But anyways, uh, your boy is going to be playing with some pros. I think it's going to be televised. I'm not really sure. I got to find out some more information about it. I'm hoping to play really well and get on some, get on ESPN highlights, obviously. Golf oh, Channel Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, and then that would uh, be cool. And this is gonna be the beginning of my golf career, guys. So this mm -hmm. is the second. This is the second chapter of my life, which is exciting. Got it. Got it. By the way, <laughs> Patreon in information. This Ew. one. This one was was pretty great. Uh, the kids were throwing shade left and right this week, and there's only one mature way to settle it. You have to vote who looked better: Brandy on the fourth or Wells on the Bachelorette. And I gotta say, I came in first, bro. That's because all of our listeners are girls, and they just mm -mm. think you're hot. No, mm -mm. no, yeah. no, because girls, girls respect fash fashion. Mm, not really. You can justify it any way you want, but all I know is the people have spoken. Okay. Okay. And we also have some serious news to talk about in terms of Patreon. We do. Listen, it's been so much fun to do Patreon stuff. But the truth of the matter is, is that we're both getting really, really busy. Brandy especially. She's just like. Oh, yeah. Blame me. She's just always jetting around in like crazy <sighs> pantsuits. And uh, <sighs> no, but the truth of the matter is that we're both really, really busy. And it's getting really hard for us to figure out times that we can do these lives and stuff. It's getting to a point now where like, I feel like we're not doing a good enough job for you guys. Yeah. And that's not fair to be asking you guys to spend your hard-earned money on something that, like, we, we keep postponing because of scheduling conflicts and stuff. And that's just not right to you guys. So I think that what we're going to decide to do is kind of shut down the Patreon thing. But we are going to have one last Zoom hangout on July 23rd, 5 p.m. Pacific, <laughs> 8 p.m. Eastern. So. Yeah. And I don't know, like, the Zooms... I, I, the Zooms are more fun because we can see you guys too. Yeah. Um, so I think it'll be a good way to go out. Um, and Wells is right. Like we just don't want to, we don't want to deliver anything that's not like that we don't feel is great. Diamond um, status. Diamond status, baby. We're sad, sad, sad about this, but also really pumped for the Zoom hangout. So here's the deal though about the Zoom because it's Zoom, we have to know exactly how many people are coming. So if you want to be part of the Zoom, you have to RSVP by July 21st. That's one week from today. So comment on the post in Patreon announcing the Zoom hangout and let us know if you want to come. And we'll DM everyone who comments sending you the link to the Zoom the day of, which again is the 23rd. But only if you comment on the post in Patreon titled your favorite goodbye party before july 21st just so you know but anyways yeah if you can't make it you will be able to watch it back on patreon until july 31st so no worries if you're busy that night yeah you got some musics oh I, uh, my phone's in the other room hold on i do okay. i got some stuff some stuff 
my good buddies in Alana Royale put out some new music. Oh, nice. And so I think this is the first single off an upcoming LP or EP. I'm not really sure. But it's some baby making music, boys. Uh, get ready. Oh, okay. Dude, Blake couldn't last fucking 15 <laughs> seconds of listening to this song without having to run to the bathroom and grab some oh, lotion. Okay. <laughs> this is Alana Royale, Fall in Love Again. And yeah, it's it's sexy. I like. Don't you wanna? Don't you wanna fall in love Again, that's Alana Royale, and the song is called Fall in Love Again. They are so freaking good. Now they're about to start touring again as well. If you've never seen that band live, fuck. They will ruin your brainwaves in a good way. Mm -hmm. They're fucking amazing. Great, like, Amy Winehouse, Duffy kind of throwback vibe that is just so good. Horn section, good bass playing, fucking amazing vocals, all for it. Is that all you got? No, I got something else. You want me to go keep going? It's up to you. Dude, I become such a big Hiskold Messenger fan recently, and everything that this dude puts out, I'm like, this is fucking so good. Anyways, this is a song called It Will If We Let It, and Hiskold Messenger, dude. Do the words have no meaning? They win if we win. But first, we gotta say, uh, that means we gotta learn. You're not alone. One thing to note, uh, if you're not familiar with the band, it's not his golden messenger. It's his golden messenger, H-I-S-S. -S. So if you're trying to look it up, that's what that is. What does that mean exactly? I don't know, but <laughs> I like it. No. Okay. I'm doing some throwbacks today, baby. All right. What do you got? Anything? I do. You know, I love Andrew Bell. He's got a new song out called Spectrum. Love Andrew Bell. Love. Huge fan. Uh, and then also uh, the kid Leroy, who did a song with my sister recently, he has a new song out with Justin Bieber called Stay, and I am loving it. Thing I told you that I never would have told you I changed. Even when I knew I never could, know that I can't. It's not nobody else as good as you. I need you to stay. 
fun his stuff is fun are you familiar with this band and I, I don't even know if i'm saying this right main skin i don't think so man skin i've just been hearing the songs on tiktok but i was like this band's fucking awesome it's spelled m-a-n-e-s-k-i-n but the a has like one of those little circles over it so they're like i don't know like swedish or something if you've watched tiktok you've heard this song easy come and easy go Have you heard that before? I have not, but I also don't frequent TikTok. Oh, well, so. that's your first problem. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like the closest thing to what early Sublime was for me. It's got, that, that. It's got that vibe. Mm -hmm. So that's it. That's all I got. All right. Very cool. All right. Well. Nice. I, uh... I don't know. I just, I just. I'll be in California on Thursday. Yeah, be on California. Um, justice for Connor. All right, I just. Nah. I'm just so hurt. He'll, he'll be in paradise, right? He's fine. I don't know if he'll be in paradise. You gotta wait and see. Could you imagine if your math teacher went on Bachelor in Paradise? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> oh. Anyways. All right. Live tears, we love ya. Love you guys. We'll see ya later. On the stereo, listen as we go. Nothing's gonna stop me now. California, here we come. Right back where we started from. A pedal to the floor, thinking of the war. Gotta get us to the show, California, here we come. Right back where we started from. It's too good. Too good. 2002. Oof. We're old. Yeah. I was shipping off to college then. Oh, man. Oh, really? <sighs> yeah, dude. I'm fucking old, bro. Damn. Dude, you know, this is how old I am. I went and played golf yesterday. <laughs> I had three beers and I took a nap. When I got home. Oh, wow. Three be I used to be able to fucking crush like a 12 pack and then be like, mm, I'm going to go on a run after golf. <laughs> Not anymore. Yikes. A drink a 12 pack and then run. Oh, yeah. That's, that sounds miserable. That's my life. Ew. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.